Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. So this week on TrailerCast, I'm going to be talking about a concept that I've been mulling over for a little while. It's the idea of inception. Before we jump in there, I want to follow up regarding last week's episode about sharing beauty, um, about interviewing my friend Sean, and how he has really chosen to step out in something that he believes in and do something that's good for this world. And if you follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, there's a link in my bio where you can get involved or um, help support our trip. And I would love for you to check that out and maybe just start there and see what happens. So that being said, I um, I went to my work this week. I got two works during the week and then my full-time gig of being mamacita. But I'm at my like professional, like fancy job, right? My clinical director job. And I'm meeting with my lead clinical manager and we're going through like the typical uh, clinical stuff that we needed to have figured out for the week. So admissions and scheduling and programming and figuring out all the necessary hours for insurance and billing, uh, staffing, documentation. Uh, do we do DAP notes or SOAP notes or SNAP notes or burp notes? And it's like we're just kind of deep in um, like production mode is what it feels like, like getting down to business and solving the thing that's in front of us. And in the midst of this conversation, he says... Um, how are you doing? Like really doing like as a lease, the person. And, <laughs> um, I, I sat there almost like I am right now reflecting on it. Like, um, I really don't even know how to answer that in this moment, nor do I really remember the last time I was asked that in this setting. And so what I kind of responded with was it was right there. Cause sometimes, you know, how I'm doing is running just right below the surface and so I told him about this upcoming women's conference that I'm speaking at, at Rise, and how I honestly feel nervous. I do. I feel nervous. I also feel like great anticipation. And sometimes like what happens is before I do a big speaking event, like in the weeks leading up to it, I feel some like weird sort of like cosmic pushback. And I don't, I don't know. It's like I'm somehow like feeling the resistance to like change or like this reverberation of anticipated shifting. I don't know how else to explain this phenomenon and it's weird and probably sounds insane, but that's fine. You know, it's like I'm, it feels thick, like leading up to the events where I'm wanting to share something that I hope produces like healing and freedom. And I don't know, just something else, you know, like another, another narrative option. And I don't know, I get in my head before these events happen and I am I feel can feel like burdened for them. So that's what I was sharing with him. And it was good. It was good to talk, you know, like people, not like professionals, really, but just like humans sharing time and space, stories, reflections, things we've learned. 
it was beautiful and it was good to just stop and be for a moment. And it was like a moment of inception. You know, I'm expecting to play this particular role, like, you know, like with clinical know-how um, of direction or counsel. And, and then all of a sudden with that question, there was this like inverse flip around, this inception thing where I, I got to receive, like, where he created space for me to be. And it, it caught me off guard. And these moments where I think one thing is in process and then realize that something entirely different is happening. Inception. And so, Mark, thank you for doing that for me this week. Uh, one of my first moments of inception that I can remember, because, you know, all of a sudden I'm thinking about that. I'm like, gosh, what is that? Um, when have I experienced something like this before? And so I was 15 in high school and someone had invited me to go with them on this missions trip to Mexico to work in an orphanage. And I, mind you, I have never done anything like this before, but it felt like important and so when he was telling me about this trip, you know, to get to go and help people, um, especially children, uh, kids without parents or resources or homes or access to education or medical attention or hot water, um, I something within me was like, yeah, yes, yes, of course, definitely, yes. When Where do I show up? How do I get there? Um, I felt drawn to the experience because it felt like we were going to be able to impact a culture. We were going to be able to help children in a very practical way. And so as I'm preparing, you know, I pack everything up. I think about like the kids I'm going to meet and I feel immediately like sad, like connected to this like sorrowful experience. And so I thought about like packing things that would make them feel happy. And um, I don't know, I was excited. And so I got on the big red bus and we drove down to Mexico. And so, remind you, right, I've never done anything like this. And so I, I have all these like expectations or preconceived notions of how this experience is going to be. It's skewed and ill-informed. And I realized this immediately because when all the sad children I was expecting to meet come running to the bus full of joy and excitement and healthy anticipation of our time together, I'm like, well, well, that's odd. <laughs> And the week pretty much unfolded like this, this dismantling of my predictions. And I don't know if you've been on a trip like this before or not, but you, you, I, you, you meet someone, people that you kind of connect to. And, and the way that I felt about this little girl was, it was as if we'd met before and we were like meeting up again. We were, we were kindred in a way that felt familiar. And um, I don't know, we were kind of buddies that week. She's five. She has like perfect like caramel skin and the thickest, most beautiful dark brown pigtails. These like soulful coffee eyes, matching dimples. And she'd wait for me every morning to come out and play. And she would just slip her chubby little hand in mine and look up at me with like equal parts mischief, adoration, trust. Dominga. This is Dominga. She undid me, this little girl who I came to help. She split my heart open with such like raw tenderness and the way that she showed me affection, care, and openness to connection. Inception. What I thought was happening was reversed on me. She ministered to me. She showed me how to trust, 
how to be willing to take someone's hand, how to find joy in desperation, how to be rich in poverty, how to love despite all the circumstances. And you know what I realized on that trip? That I was the orphan, not Dominga. I felt alone in this world, untethered. But her, no, she had family and a home and a wealth my little Orange County world knew nothing about. Side note, I don't speak Spanish, like, at all. You can ask my husband. But you know what? It didn't matter. Because love doesn't need language. It's not bound by anything. Not culture, or race, or country, or gender, or age, or demographic. No, Love is beyond all those things. And this is what Dominga taught me on that trip. Dominga, Sunday, the true meaning of Sunday, that love surpasses all these things, all the things, for all people, for always. This was the beginning for me, this like brokenness in the dust, inception, turnaround moment. My life was forever different after that experience. And so with this inception thing, you know, it's kind of like when you notice something for the first time and all of a sudden you start noticing it in more places. It's like when you see a car that you want and now everyone's driving it. It's this process that when your eyes start to learn how to notice things in a new way, you realize that you're starting to see a lot of things in a new way. That maybe through this process, you use a kinder, more generous lens. And so for me, this week, it's been this idea of inception. And that's the best word that I can use to describe these experiences. And when this concept like creeps into my awareness, I start to notice it in more places. And then when enough of these experiences group together, they usually end up here with me in the trailer, trying to sort them or see them or just appreciate them and, and take them all in. And so this week as well, it's been a tiring week in our household, sleepless, my perfect daughter started climbing out of her crib. And so we're like, okay, what do we do? I mean, the boys were already in a room together. And so they honestly just stayed, (laughs) stayed in their bed, would have thought. So we ditched the crib, um, insert all the tears. We opted for the big girl bed. And to say that this has been a transition, like really doesn't even begin to capture the torture and sleeplessness of this last week. So Monday... My husband stood outside her room and literally put her back in her bed 68 times, not exaggerating, and finally was like, all right, he just sat at the end of her bed and she fell asleep. Um, Three in the morning, we hear mariachis, right? Because of course, like, what else do you expect to hear at three in the morning besides, or maracas, (laughs) maracas being played? Wandered down the hallway, and sure enough, Eden had woken up walked down the hallway, turned on all the lights, woken up her brothers, offered them musical instruments, and they were going for it. Uh, Help us, Lord. (laughs) Tuesday, more of the same, just torture. The girl does not want to miss out on anything. That's kind of, that's what I'm seeing, is that she wants to keep on going. Wednesdays, I work late, praise, and so I'm out of bedtime duties, and Thursdays, I feel like we were kind of like at the end of ourselves. Like, our kids had been such good sleepers to this point. And so I just felt like, no, there's no way we like work so hard to have bedtime go smoothly that it's all going to like blow up in my face this week. So 
we're like, well, you know, why don't we just, why don't we stick another kid in there, right? Like that should solve the problem. So we opted for our oldest son, Isaac, um, to hop in bed with Eden and see if that would help. So let me put this out there. Eden um, is an emotional wreck by this point, right? Like she doesn't understand why she has to be in her room alone. She's upset that we're all leaving. And so we grab Isaac and ask him if he'd be willing to sleep in Eden's room. And he's like, yeah, mom, of course, you know, or, you know, something, you know, perfect like that. <laughs> we bring him in and tuck him in. And, you know, Eden has these huge crocodile tears running down these buttercream cheeks. And Isaac just like snugged in there and put his hand in her hair. And then he started to sing lullaby. And this is the song I sing to her when I am putting her to bed. And I, I was just like, what is happening? My heart like fell out of my chest and split open on the ground. This foreign territory, this place I've never been before, all the hopeful, well-meaning intentions, and then inception. Being undone by love returned, being broken open by a love so pure and uninhibited. This, this is everything. To be moved by something like that, it's the most like human thing in the entire world. It's the most spiritual thing in the entire world. To be, to be torn apart by something that is bigger than you, it's like, it just creates more room and more space for more of that thing. It's been a beautiful, painful, wonderful, disorienting week. To watch like spontaneous love take place like that in front of me in all of those places, at work, in a wonderful memory, in my daughter's crib, bed. It was beautiful. And so that brings us, as always, to you. I hope this week you find yourself in a moment of inception, many moments of inception. I hope you get completely disoriented as you seek to love others and bring beauty into this world, only to realize that love and beauty are coming right back at you. I hope you let yourself be broken open by tenderness, that you would accept the kindness and care and generosity of those around you, and that this would spark something within you, like a deep yearning to keep propelling this feeling forward by offering yourself or your story or your goods, or your home, or your service, or your ideas, your work, your laugh, your lullaby to the world. Lullaby and goodnight. Go to sleep now, sweet baby. Lullaby and goodnight. Go to sleep now, sweet baby, lullaby, and goodnight. Go to sleep now, sweet baby. Thanks for listening. 
To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com. E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends. 